670 KBOI on Alexa. First say, Alexa, enable the 670 KBOI skill. Then when you want to listen, say, Alexa, open 670 KBOI. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Good morning and welcome to a Friday. Casper and Chris show will get you closer and closer to the official start of your weekend. It is Open Phones Friday, as usual, on Friday. We'll talk about anything that you want to talk about. I mean, it's the show's all about you every single day. However, on Friday, it's even more about you, because even if we're uh, talking about something that maybe you don't want to talk about, you can call us up and talk about something you want to talk about. Exactly. Not only, uh, not only is it uh, acceptable, but it is encouraged, and it is also sponsored by Swim Fast Eddies. Swim Against the Current. Get into uh, Fast Eddies today for the cheapest gas you're going to find. Oh, the ga- gas isn't cheap. The prices are cheap. Not going to find any place else where you can get $1.40 a gallon off gas every single day. Easiest part about that is getting $0.30 cents off when you uh, get a full-service car wash. You'll instantly get $0.30 cents a gallon off your gas, and you'll have clean car. Right. Get into Fat Guys Fresh Deli today. 208-336-3700. one 800 is uh, our toll-free number. You can also hit pound 670 if you have a Verizon phone. And yes, we understand that there are a lot of times you might not be able to call us. So uh, you can email to chris at kbui.com, mike at kbui.com, or you can text us. Already got one from uh, AJ this morning that says, knowing they'll reclaim a portion, where does those subsidizing Micron's new fab intend to get the water required to operate the facility? A visit many years ago to a Tumwater, Washington Brewery, it's the water. Uh, city lawns were brown while the beer maker was thriving. Will this be the scene in the Boise area for years to come? Reviewing current drought conditions, it is entirely possible. Or will the government provide a means for this vital fluid to, such as a private aquifer? Either way, it's turning into a combination of Silicon Valley, Chinese campus labor, and Foxconn. Um. The current drought conditions you talk about aren't happening. We officially are no longer in a drought. Just Idaho? Uh, yeah. Which, yeah, and the Treasure Valley. Mm. Specifically the Treasure Valley. Oh, um, but throughout Idaho, we are officially, according to well, uh, has- experts, not in a drought because of the amount of uh, water we got this spring, yeah, the it, runoff, and the... It has uh, drizzled twice this week, too. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I don't know. I would hazard a guess that and I don't know for a fact that Micron uses less water than a brewery because beer is uh, 99.9% wa- uh, you know, water. <laughs> so uh, I, I don't know how much water. I'm sure that they would, you know, with 2,000 employees, if that's indeed what they're going to happen when this uh, fab plant opens up, you mm-hmm. know, they're, they're probably going to use water, and they probably use water in the making of the uh, fabs in some way, shape, or form. But I don't know how much. I don't know how it affects the uh, aquifer. Um, as part of building that, my my guess would be you would have to have permits and have had studies done, yeah, and before that could even happen. But I don't know. Um, not an expert on uh, building and the process to go through to prove that you have enough water or not, or if there is a shortage of water oh, in that area of the Treasure Valley. I don't know. This is just a, another thing, you know, about in infrastructure. Really, people just demand that. If you're going to build an entire neighborhood or a huge business that's going to be eventually surrounded by other businesses, uh, 
make sure you've got the resources first. You know, are there roads? Are they going to build roads? Are uh, you going to have you know, enough water? Are you going to have you know, energy? You, you have to figure out all those things ahead of time mm-hmm. and you know, have like a team of engineers do it. Now, granted, with that many more people and that many jobs over the next 10 years, they're, they're claiming that there will be 17,000 more jobs added in Idaho, not specifically here in Boise, um, but throughout Idaho, because of the uh, uh, the plant, I, I recognize that people are going to be, you know, using more water for your homes or whatever. You're probably going to have to have more homes built because mm-hmm. you're adding a lot more people that... We're going to uh, create so many jobs, you people won't even need water. ...would be coming here. So, 208-336-3700. One thing we're going to be talking about yesterday is something we brought up a little bit yesterday. More of the story is uh, out, story that broke uh, on uh, national news night before last, Laura Ingraham's show on uh, Fox 12, and that is porn literacy in schools here in the Treasure Valley. Talked a little bit about it yesterday. Um, we'll talk some more about it today, uh, specifically because Nate Showman had uh, someone from... The Idaho Freedom Foundation, who broke the story, by the way, on their website. Anna Miller was on his show yesterday. She's the education policy director for the Idaho Freedom Foundation. And uh, he asked about porn literacy, whether it is being taught in our schools here in Idaho, specifically what schools, what teachers, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, if you want to hear the whole interview, by the way, it is available on the podcast for the Nate Shumlin Show. Um, you can go to kboi.com, click on that link, and hear the uh, whole interview during the show yesterday. We'll have uh, a portion of that uh, interview coming up for you this morning in case you missed it, because it was uh, quite interesting, and it is something that people are up in arms about. And I will add this one caveat, if it is true. <laughs> That's a, that always seems like an important part of the yeah, uh, equation. Uh, um, and, and we talked about this yesterday. Apparently, according to Anna Miller, this thing has been going on for six years here in Idaho. But we, at least yesterday, couldn't find a teacher to back that up. And once again, I'll say it again, and this is just my personal opinion. If this has been going on for six years, and this is such a huge problem, even if it's been going on just in one school... One class, even one class, the fact that over the past six years, not one teacher or parent or parent or administrator has come out and said, oh, my gosh, news media, are you paying attention? They're teaching porn literacy in a sixth grade class in this specific school district. We have have the proof. We got trouble, my friends, right here in River City with a capital T. And that rhymes with P, and that stands for, apparently, porn literacy. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't, I don't have any facts to back up that it hasn't happened, but I'm just saying that if it is happening or has happened any time over the past six years and we haven't heard about it, especially here in Idaho... Somebody's, you know, dropping the ball, so to speak. How are they keeping it a secret? How I mean, are they making the kids sign a, a specific piece of paper saying, I'm going to keep this a secret, I promise, under penalty of being sued. I, I, that, that's the part that I just don't get. I'm not saying that I know for a fact that it is not going on, because I do not know for a fact that it is not going on. But if it is, do we have a bigger problem that nobody cares enough to even draw attention to it? 
because there's no way if if this happened if if my kids were show, shown a porn literacy video when they were going to school mm-hmm. there's no way we wouldn't have heard about it as a parent they, yeah. guarantee every single one of them guess what mom dad guess what we saw in school today cartoon or you know here check my homework what what We'll talk more about this this morning. If you want to weigh in, uh, Mike at KBOI.com, Chris at KBOI.com. Time for our first check on what's going on with sports this morning. It is brought to you by Fat Guys Fresh Deli in Meridian, where, once again, great place to go get a sandwich. Today is Clam Chowder Day. And guess what? If the Broncos win this weekend... That guy's fresh deli is going to get half off the blue Bronco sandwich. Number 11 mm, on the website if you want to check that, it out. That's the first one I ever had there. Uh, the blue Bronco. Mm-hmm. It's a very popular sandwich. Very good. Too. Yeah. Um, they're going to get half off the Bronco, the blue Bronco uh, on Tuesdays following every Bronco win. So we'll start this coming up this weekend as long as the Broncos can win at Fat Guy's Fresh Deli. Football fans had a good one on Thursday night football last night. Two of the best teams in the AFC facing off with the Kansas City Chiefs at home taking on the L.A. Chargers. 10-0 Chargers. Chiefs first and goal at the 9. Early in the second quarter, McKinnon still in at running back. Juju Smith-Schuster trots in motion. Mahomes will throw it. Looking left, now spins to his right. He is going to pump fake it, trying to get to the outside. Now fires it. Sidearm caught! And into the end zone, McKinnon! Touchdown! Kansas City on a nine-yard touchdown! Improvisation! And the Chiefs are seven of seven in the red zone in 2022. At the time, the Chiefs were still down by three points, ten to seven. And they would go in at halftime down as well. But that wouldn't hold because the Chiefs came roaring back in the second half. Chargers go without a huddle again. Right side, try intercepted on the left side. Picked off at the goal line at the 25-yard line. Picked off by Watson. Watson could go all the way. The seventh-round pick, 20, 15, 10, 5. Jalen Watson cooking hamburgers in Augusta, Georgia. Then he went to Wazoo, and now he gets a 100-yard pick six for a touchdown. Kansas City. He was pretty excited, and he should be. Kansas City would go on to win the game 27-24, to a come-from-behind victory for the Chiefs in front of the home crowd. Herbert, though, the Chargers quarterback, is fantastic. He was hurt and still had a big hand in bringing his team all the way back down to score a, a late touchdown, 334 yards and three touchdowns. That pick six that you just heard was the big difference in that game. Patrick Mahomes, not great, but good. Two touchdowns and 235 yards for him. I'm Rick Worthington. Ben Shapiro this afternoon at 1. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 625, uh, stock market futures uh, down a bunch this morning, 280 points. Still not liking the fact that it looks like the Fed's going to raise at least 0.75 basis points uh, coming up here next week. Kind of miss the 90s. Remember the 90s, it just kept going up. and mm-hmm. I, I think people forgot it could go down. I, I, I kind of miss 2010 to uh, 2019. That was nice, too. Yeah. Um. Coming up today, final chance, by the way, to get your Boise State tickets absolutely free. Text to win those tickets. Now, you're going to hear your cue sometime this morning. Might be in the 9 o'clock hour. Really, really, really a big possibility. 
won't be in the 10 o'clock hour. Won't be after 10 o'clock, I promise you that. So it'll be before 10. Before 10. Okay. Uh, be ready to, uh, when you hear your cue to text, text the word Broncos to 208-336-3700. We'll uh, choose a winner a little bit later that hour. That win- will, winner will get our final pair of tickets to BSU versus UT Martin coming up here this coming Saturday. So if you want to get those tickets, keep listening. Be ready to text the word Broncos. That's all you have to do if you'd like to win. Don't forget, tomorrow, Bronco football back on the blue. Bronco game day with Worthington and Bronco at 9. Uh, Bronco at 9, followed by Bronco tailgate. Rick Worthington, Mike Prater at 11. Bob Beeler and Pete Cavender at Bronco pregame at 1 o'clock, followed by all the action kickoff uh, at 2. Now, important thing, too, also, stick around after the game. Game night with uh, Prater in the ball game because Rick Worthington will choose one play that will be the play of the game, mm-hmm. and that play of the game will get you a fifty dollars gift certificate to Lock, Stock, and Barrel Monday morning if and you can identify that play. You probably won't miss any sleep uh, at least tomorrow. No, because it starts at two o'clock. It's an right. afternoon game. Everybody, it's not a nine o'clock game. It's not an eight <laughs> o'clock game like we're used to over the past mm-hmm. few years. Um, not the past thirty. Actually. Yeah, mm-hmm. and don't forget. Speaking of Lock, Stock, and Barrel, just want to bring this up Friday and. I bring it up again to remind you throughout the morning, 9 o'clock sharp. If you're in at 9.03, you're not going to get a $50 gift certificate for $25 to Lock, Stock, and Barrel. I, I, that's, I'm not exaggerating. The last two yeah. I know of for a fact have sold out in under two minutes. Right. It was, in fact, it was about a minute 35. So if you want that $50 gift certificate, it's a half-price deal for only $25. Think about this. On Sundays, they have a prime rib dinner for $50. Where in the world can you get a prime rib dinner for two for $25? Can't be done. Can't even make that for yourself, I don't believe, anymore at that price. So, um, but it, with your, you know, your half-price discount, that's yeah. exactly what you'll be doing. You'll be able to take advantage of it. So 9 o'clock sharp. Get ready to go to KBOI.com. Click on the Sweet Deal link. Get that half-price deal coming up here this morning on News Talk KBOI. Listen to KBOI online. Go to KBOI.com and click the Listen Live button. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Coming up just after uh, 7 o'clock, we're going to be talking uh, with uh, Boise Dev's Margaret Carmel. She's a reporter and uh, had a story there earlier this week about uh, records revealing that hundreds of Treasure Valley homes are owned by out-of-state investors. This is something we talked about earlier this year about mm-hmm. investment firms buying homes and then turning them into rental properties. And Triton Homes is the story that 60 Minutes had that we played earlier this year where they have hundreds of thousands of homes that they throughout America that they go in and they buy these homes, sometimes full subdivisions, yeah. and they buy the whole subdivision and they usually are entry-level homes and turn them into rental homes, taking them off the market and making it so that people trying to get an entry-level home and get their first home can't compete because they just don't have the deep pockets that these so, companies do. Yeah, they end up just renting. There's a, a company here, a California company, who has been doing this in the Boise area. I didn't think this was going on in Boise, but apparently it is. Um, we're going to talk with her, find out uh, about this. Is it a, is it a problem? Um, I know a lot of people go... Well, there's, you know, greedy owners that are making housing unaffordable in, in the Boise area. I, there's more to it than that. There, there's way more to it than that, and, and this might be one of the problems, but I don't know what you can do about it. It seems like there should be a rule against it, but I'm, I'm all for 
being a capitalist. I am a capitalist. You know, so there, I have a problem with this going, you know, well, wait a minute. It, they're they're in, a company words, trying to make money, but on the other hand, they're hurting people who want to get yeah, homes. In other words, if you don't want us to drive up the market, stop us. Yeah. Um, anyway, we're going to talk with her and see uh, a little bit about how big a problem this is uh, or whether or not it, it is a problem. We'll also take your phone calls on whether you think it's a uh, problem here this morning. That'll be coming up just after 7 o'clock. It is open phones Friday. Uh, text message in. Um, doesn't like us, Chris. Doesn't like Doesn't mm-hmm. like it. Yeah. Uh, KBOI loves to provoke the morning audience. Well, here you go again. Well, there you go again. Uh, your lack of a spine to push back on this BS. It's talking about uh, kids and porn literacy in our Idaho schools. Leads to this. Idaho was one of the best places, but the freaks have moved in and are ruining Idaho. With KBOI's blessings, why do the freaks want to target the children so badly? KBOI lacks the courage and curiosity to publicly ask that question. No. First of all, we need to know that there is a problem first. Then, yeah. we, can, then we can push back and ask. We don't, it's not that we don't have a spine. It's that we don't know if it's happening. All we get are people such as yourself, uh, some angry, some not, who are calling up and say, here's what I heard's going on, but they don't know. No name on this, but I would uh, challenge you that if this, if you really truly know that this is happening, please tell us what school this is going on, because I would love to report what school, what class, what school district here in Idaho that this is actually Mm -hmm. happening. I would love to break that story. I'd love to be the first person to say, hey, we found proof. It, It is not necessarily always the practice in modern times, but it is better when you have your facts straight before you start presenting the story. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless. This is something we'll be talking about again this morning, because you can't talk about porn enough, apparently. Let's get a check on what's going on with sports. Once again this morning, it's brought to you by Fat Guys Fresh Deli. Don't forget, coming up this weekend, if the Broncos win, it's good news for you. You can get half price off the Blue Bronco. At Fat Guys Fresh Deli, either one of the locations coming up on Tuesday. And this will happen after every single game where the Broncos win half off the Blue Bronco. Um, and once again, UT Martin this weekend. Good morning. We're getting set for the Boise State home opener. It is tomorrow against Tennessee Martin. By the way, that game will kick off at 2 o'clock with our pregame starting at 9 a.m. It'll be Richie Brockle and I will have uh, Bronco game day for you at 9, followed by the official Bronco tailgate show at 11. Mike Prater will join me for that. Then Bob Beeler and Pete Cavender will take over at 1 o'clock before the 2 p.m. kickoff. And again, it's a pretty good Tennessee Martin team rolling into town for tomorrow's game. The Broncos have been especially successful at winning their home openers, having a string of 20 in a row. Last loss was in 2001 to Washington State. Billy Bowens is a senior wide receiver and says it's special playing on the blue. It's it's I will never forget my first time coming out here running out that tunnel with with your boys, seeing the, the those fireworks and those fans out there, and that energy is different. It's different, you know. Some of our younger guys who traveled with us to other games, they were like, "It really wasn't." I'm like, "Wait to wait till this Saturday." Bowens had three catches for 50 yards last week against New Mexico and he's looking forward to more this week. Our coverage begins at 9 tomorrow morning. Bob Beeler, News Talk KBOI. A couple of more things on the uh, first home game of the year. Parking is going to be free on a first-come, first-served basis in Julia Davis, Ann Morrison, Kristen Armstrong, and Idaho Fallen Firefighters Memorial Parks. 
Now, parking will be free until 9 a.m. Sunday morning for all BSU home games. I mean, that would be the following day after the game. And if parking is full, of course, you can take the shuttle. The Bronco Game Day shuttle runs every 20 minutes for two hours before and one hour after the game ends. I'm Rick Worthington. Drive home live and local with Nate Shellman this afternoon at 3. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 6.58, good morning. Open phones Friday continue. Also, final day uh, to get your tickets to the Bronco game. Matter of fact, final chance is coming up this morning. Um, anytime before 10 o'clock, I can't say when. 9 o'clock. Um, listen in for your cue to text. Just text the, text the word Broncos when you hear that. 208-336-3700. You get our final pair of tickets. We'll be doing this all season long. Also yeah, coming up. But we're not supposed to tell you it's in the 9 o'clock hours. $50 Pork Belly gift certificate for our Casper and Chris. Damn near impossible question brought to you by Berkshire Hathaway Home Services. Silverhawk Realty looking to buy, sell, or uh, invest in real estate. Call them today. 208-888-4128. The uh, Chinese invented fireworks. Pretty much everybody knows that. But they weren't the first to give fireworks their brilliant colors. Who gave fireworks different colors? 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless. We'll get to that question coming up after 8 o'clock. If you know the answer, you can win. Your Google Play, simply say, hey Google, play 670 KBOI. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Gary Berman is CEO of Tricon Residential a Toronto-based company that has quietly become one of the largest owners of single-family homes in the United States. So today, we own about 30,000 single-family rental homes across the U.S., largely in the Sun Belt, and we've got probably about 75,000 people living in our homes. You are a multi-billion dollar company. You're publicly traded on the New York Stock Exchange. Correct. And the Toronto Stock Exchange. Toronto Stock Exchange. I even read in one of your own documents that your revenue went up last year by 67%. Is that correct? Yeah, we're expanding. I mean, when you think about it, we have an incredible amount of demand for what we do. So, Leslie, in any given week, we might have two or 300 homes available. For renting? For renting. And we get about 10,000 leasing inquiries a week. Tricon is trying to buy 800 houses a month, and there are companies even bigger. Invitation Homes owns more than 80,000 rental houses. American Homes for Rent, close to 60,000. Some of the all-stars of finance, Goldman Sachs, J.P. Morgan, Blackstone, have put hundreds of millions of dollars into these companies. They all offer rental homes online and all focus on the Sun Belt. But our largest portfolio would be in Atlanta, in Charlotte, in Phoenix, in Tampa. And those are the cities that young millennials are flocking to? This is where Americans want to be. We're finding that Americans are moving from the Northeast, from the Midwest, to move to the Sun Belt because taxes are lower. It's a friendlier business environment. It's better weather. 
That uh, is a story that uh, we've talked about earlier this year um, from 60 Minutes. And when we had when we had the story, um, we said, well, we're not the Sun Belt. It might not be going on here uh, in Boise. On the line with us this morning, uh, we have Margaret Carmel, who has a uh, story that uh, she wrote in Boise Dev earlier this week, where they do a deep dive into uh, records here in the Treasure Valley, records revealing hundreds of Treasure Valley homes owned by out-of-state investors, and there is one California company that owns a majority of these homes. Margaret, thanks for taking a few minutes with us this morning. Of course. Always great to be on. All right, so give us some details uh, here about your story that you had on Boise Dev this week. Um, how many homes are we talking about? Well, we don't actually know the total um, because there was no way for me to, I couldn't figure out how to review every single parcel that we own. So this is not even a complete search. I identified close to 400 homes that were owned by out-of-state interests. Um, and the bulk of these are owned by a company called American Home to Rent. They are one of the largest companies that own these sorts of um, investor homes for rent, and it's exactly like the name says. They buy, it is a Wall Street-backed investment firm that buys single-family homes all across America and rents them out instead of selling them, and they look like any other home on your street. Like I found a subdivision in Star that had like 200 homes, Seven of them in one little subdivision are owned by American Homes for Rent. Um, the majority of their holdings were outside of Boise in Caldwell, Nampa, Meridian, Cuna, and Star. And um, they, they own close to 60,000 homes across 22 states. They, um, you know, they have so much money. Um, and so particularly in the wake of the Great Recession, as things were booting back up, they could buy, outbid these other owners in cash. Um, and it's hard for regular folks to compete whenever you have this type of money playing in the market. So question, were you able to figure out what type of homes, when I say type of homes, is it entry-level, mid-level, expensive uh, homes um, that they're trying or outbidding people on here in Idaho? The majority of the homes that I looked at um, look like any sort of typical, probably maybe not like a starter home that's aging, but sort of a newer construction house built in a subdivision um, around around in the outer areas of, of the Treasure Valley. And that's why I think we don't see as many American homes for rent in actually the city of Boise, because the majority of Boise homes are older. They've been owned by people, um, you know, maybe who've lived there for a long time, as opposed to new subdivisions popping up that are easier for these investment firms to buy. And so they, they tend to go for those low to mid-level homes. You know, you think about it a couple years ago, you're looking to buy a two seventy five, three hundred thousand dollar home. You would probably look at a new subdivision in Meridian, or a new subdivision in Star, or a new subdivision mm-hmm. in Cuna. And now a lot of these, um, a lot of these homes are, you know, are bought by these firms. And you actually drive through subdivisions in those areas, and it's not actually people who own their homes; it's people who are renting these homes. Um, and they, I was looking at, um, I was looking at averages for this, this company. The average home owned by this company is 17 years old and is just under 2000 square feet. So these are not, you know, tiny little houses. 
Um, and, and they, but they're not, you know, they're not huge either. Right. And they rent for roughly 1800 um, a month, wow. which is equivalent to a $375,000 home mortgage with a 4.25 interest rate. The, um, so go ahead. No, you go. Sorry. Well, I was going to say it, in your reporting, uh, you say that the United States doesn't have any laws preventing uh, companies from buying as many single-family homes as they would like to. Uh, should there be a law based on the fact that you know housing kind of is a necessity? Well, it's not really my place as a reporter to say that. Um, but I wow, I that was refreshing. That's that was, how I roll. No, I, I I get it, but you just don't see that happen very often these days where reporters report the facts and keep their opinions out of it. Well, that's how I like to do things. So I, I think, you know, but as far as your question, um, this is a question I got from people saying, oh, we need to do something about this. And it's not that simple. It's not that simple for a couple reasons. Um, we live in a capitalist country. I think that's uh, no surprise to everybody. And with that comes a long deep history of property laws and sort of this philosophy of how we function as an economy that doesn't really look kindly on laws that prevent who that decide who can own what property um and we have a lot of laws in this country that um basically say that corporations are are individuals they have free speech and so i i imagine if anyone tried to write a law that says corporations can't own homes it would immediately get struck down in court yeah um i'm not a lawyer that's just um you know my my knowledge of things and so it's it's not as simple as just saying oh let's just make a law that only families can own homes or only like real you know quote unquote real people can own homes because um, I think that that would run into some legal um, questions. So what? What? Uh, why is this viewed as bad? So the reason this is viewed as bad is because like supply and demand, right? So, you know, the reason houses are so hot, are so expensive right now is because there are more people than there are, you know, houses to buy. We are in a national housing shortage, and that is largely due to the fact that construction slowed way down for several years, ten years ago after the Great Recession. And but in that meantime, our population kept growing. So we are in a national housing shortage. But the uh, the way you, how do you address a shortage of a good in a capitalist society? You make more of that good to drive prices down. That makes sense. But then if you have these Wall Street firms that are not really building any more houses, but they're buying the ones we have, that constricts the supply. So we could be building all these houses, but if someone builds a subdivision and several of them go to own be owned by Wall Street and rent it out, um, you know, for more than it would cost you to actually buy that house on a mortgage, then that keeps prices high by constricting the supply, even as we're building and building and building. And so it, it, it really doesn't solve our problem. Um, but then these companies are, the next thing is they've sort of run out of houses to buy. And now they have land and they are building more homes. Um, in a recent SEC filing, American Homes for Rent says that they expect to build between 2,100 and 24,000 new homes to rent in America by the end of 2022. They say they have a 20,000 unit land pipeline. So essentially what they're doing is turning single family homes that we used to buy and used to be there for, you know, anyone like you and me to go buy are now owned by Wall Street and they're 
requiring people who want to live in a house to rent or making it harder for people who are on that lower-ish end of the spectrum who want to buy a house to actually find one they can afford. Margaret uh, Carmel, Boise Dev, thanks for taking a few minutes this morning. Once again, if you want to read it, uh, the uh, article is entitled Deep Dive, Records Reveal Hundreds of Treasure Valley Homes Owned by Out-of-State Investors. Thanks for taking a couple of minutes and explaining the article to us this morning. Much appreciated. Of course. Have a great day. Time for the Morning Market Report. Powered by CapEd Credit Union. Keeping you informed about your money before the market opens. Sponsored by Tree City Advisors. On News Talk, KBOI, Boise. Uh, Jeremiah Bates is off today. Uh, We were due to talk to Kent Owings. He was on the phone a moment ago, but uh, apparently uh, drove through a tunnel or something. I don't know. Um, At any rate, we have been disconnected. We have been disconnected, yes. Dow uh, Futures, ahead of the opening here about six minutes from now, uh, down a big once again today, uh, over 300 points. So opening uh, going to be pointing towards uh, big-time red numbers across all three of the uh, indexes this morning, Standard & Poor and NASDAQ are uh, also down. We do have uh, Ken Owens on the uh, line with us once again this morning. Um, sorry about the phone problems, Ken. Uh, let's talk a, a little bit um Apparently, uh, Federal Express um, says there are problems ahead. What's go- what's going on with Federal Express? Yeah, so FedEx is a big problem right now, uh, not just for the stock in particularly, which it's down almost 22% pre-market. And so they're starting to park airplanes on the sidelines. They're starting to to look at some layoffs and and their production and their sales are are down significantly, not production. Why that's a big deal is because previous recessions have been preceded by these shipping companies and FedExes going through the downturn first. And so people are looking at that as a red flag, but also people are searching out red flags right now for recession purposes. So that's you're going to see FedEx in the headlines quite a bit today and probably next week. It looks as if the White House finally found somebody who, uh, well, understands cryptocurrency because they're, they're talking about regulating it now. Uh, what do you expect to, to be the first thing that happens? I think the first thing to happen is uh tracking really sorry i'm getting an echo here i i think the first thing with the cryptocurrency is is tracking the uh the the cash flows on cryptocurrencies Uh that people really aren't going to be able to hide any money anywhere and so there's there's some conspiracies out there that that really it will all lead into still a government-run entity with the cryptocurrencies, and it won't be this free market as it was originally designed to be. And so, yes, with Ethereum switching to staking, that's going to be you know, easier to track and easier for, for the government to, to really get involved and, and to see that. And, and just as they're beefing up the IRS, that is something that's going to be highly scrutinized is the cryptocurrency transactions. All right, Kent, uh, thanks once again for filling in for uh, Jeremiah. Appreciate it. We'll get an uh, update from you uh, coming up here in about an hour after the market opens here in just a couple minutes. But as I said, it looks like we're going to be opening up down 
um, quite a bit, especially on the Dow across the board. And uh, then we'll get an update uh, on the closing of business today, just in the noon hour. Thanks a lot for being with us. Thank you. The Great One. Mark Levin, tonight at 7. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Shout out to uh, Jerry, who texted us this morning. He is uh, driving to Seattle. Said, listening to you guys every single morning. He was here visiting his kids and grandkids. Jerry, thank you for listening every day, and hope you had a good time while you were here in Boise. Headed to Seattle today, huh? Yeah. I don't know if you live in Seattle, but if you do, my apologies. Did you know that today, believe it or not, is uh, National Stay Away from Seattle Day? Jerry, turn around! Turn the vehicle around! I don't have any idea where they got the idea for Stay Away from Seattle Day, unless it was people from, well, here. Uh, might be, but it's just it's it's a coincidence that today is National Stay Away from Seattle Day, and we hear from a guy who's headed to Seattle. Uh, by the way, Jerry, if you want to come on back uh, because today is National Stay Away from Seattle Day, um, looking for something to do this weekend. Hyde Park Street Fair is going on this weekend. It returns after two years of not happening mm-hmm. because of COVID. You've been there before, right? Oh, plenty of times. Yeah, um, expected to be I, I bigger even, uh, than even, ever. Uh, I even used to go when it was actually in Hyde Park. When it was actually a, a real street fair instead of in a in a in a park in a park, yeah. yeah. After four decades, um, you pretty much know what to uh, expect from Hyde Park Street Fair. Um, now, for those of you who think, "Oh, it must be like the Western Idaho Fair," no, it's 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 a different than that. It goes on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. They offer um, live music, all local groups, by the way, food, arts, crafts, and cold beer. Um, so it's Camelsback Park. And uh, the one thing I would tell you, if you do go, plan on walking, because... There's not a lot of parking nearby. Yeah, there's not a lot of parking. Um, As a matter of fact, they encourage you to ride your bike, um, if you would like. Um, North End just does not have a lot of parking anywhere near uh, Hyde Park, and they're expecting... 30,000 people to show up for this thing. So It's not an area with big parking lots or even parking lots, really. No. Um, And so far, they have uh, more booths scheduled to be there than ever before. So they're expecting a huge, huge weekend. Once again, goes on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And if you're saying, well, I'll just take one of the shuttles like I have in the past, there will not be any shuttles to and from the park. So once again... If you're going to be going, plan on doing a, a little bit of walking or do like a lot of people, especially that live on the north end or in downtown, um, they just ride their bike. Ken uh, writes in, Mike at KBY.com. Hi, you guys. I had an interesting day at work earlier this week that i like to share with you. In a meeting, there was a normal chit-chat about what everybody did over the weekend. And one of our very, 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 wow, three very liberal co-workers started judging several of us because we didn't attend the Pride events on uh, Saturday in Boise. She went on to say that it's racist not to show up and support that cause because even the mayor was there. Is everyone required to go to these things nowadays? WTF. I think that means what the freak. Oh, okay. I thought it meant why the face. I I don't understand why she called you racist. It has nothing to do with race. Maybe so She called me racist? No, she called them racist oh. for not supporting and going to the Pride Fest. Um, yeah. N- not going well, to you a, probably, a festival is is not racist, and it's exactly. not even a little bit wrong. I, I can understand why you'd want to make uh, 
an argument that it's maybe bigoted to completely boycott the whole thing, but just because they didn't happen to attend doesn't you know mean that they necessarily disagree with it or really have anything to say about it. You know, it just means they didn't go. You know, that, what that also means, Chris, is that what? we're racist. Well, also, though, they didn't show up and, like, disrupt the thing, which no. is, is good. I mean, if, if you don't like it, if you don't want to be there, then, you know, let other people have fun and stay home. See, you're being a racist again, Chris. Uh, I'm sorry. If you don't like it, don't go. If you like it, go. That, that's apparently racist, according to this person, because we didn't, we, we're not saying that you must go. Yeah, she's wrong on, on two different counts there. What happens if you were busy? What happens if you had family obligations? Are you racist because you didn't I, show up? I've because only you been, had family obligations? I've only been to the Pride thing one time, and they did not have lions, so I was completely confused. <laughs> 745, let's get a check, uh, final check on sports this morning, brought to you by Fat Guys Fresh Deli in Meridian and in East Boise, and both locations. This is uh, new for the rest of this season, by the way. If the Broncos win their games, either on Friday, Saturday, they play on Saturday this week, they win on Saturday, you're going to be able to get the Blue Bronco, number 11 on their website if you want to check it out, fatguysfreshdeli.com. Blue cheese, roast beef, bacon, pesto, and mayo. On your sandwich, you're going to get that half price every Tuesday after a game. They have good pesto, too. Uh, by the way, uh, just to give you an idea, the price of that sandwich is eleven ninety-five. So you'd be able to get it for around 6 bucks every Tuesday. That is a great, great deal. So once again, keep that in mind. That happens every Tuesday. Fat Guys Fresh Deli, both locations. Good morning. Boise State's home opener set for Saturday as they take on a pretty good FCS team in 16th-ranked Tennessee Martin. In last week's win over New Mexico, the Boise State defense had six sacks. Getting pressure this week against the Skyhawks quarterback dresser win is going to be big. In 78 passing attempts this season, he hasn't been sacked once. Bronco edge rusher George Tarlis talks about how the line gets to a quarterback. One side usually will bring more pressure than the other because they have to slide the offensive line or so. And when that one-on-one gets a sack, that allows the other side to get their own one-on-ones, right? Same with if we bring the pressure with the linebackers, then the linebackers are able to scrape and go get the sack. So I think we just fit off each other every play. And when you get your one-on-one, you have to make a play. Tarlis had one and a half sacks last week. Our coverage for the home opener begins at 9 a.m. tomorrow. Bob Beeler, News Talk KBOI. Now the kickoff will be at 2 o'clock tomorrow. Bob Beeler and Pete Cavender will take things over at 1 o'clock. And then uh, once again, kickoff at 2 p.m. right here on News Talk KBOI. A couple of things you need to know if you're going to the home opener tomorrow. Parking is free on a first-come, first-served basis at Julia Davis and Morrison, Kristen Armstrong, and the Idaho Fallen Firefighters Memorial Parks. If you don't want to park, you want to take the shuttle in, you can do that two hours before and one hour after every game ends. And it's pretty easy. You park at one of a number of different locations around town for free, and then you take the shuttle in. By the way, all that information is available online this morning at KBOI.com. I'm Rick Worthington. Be a part of the show at 336-3700 or toll-free 1-800-529-KBOI. Now, back to Casper and Chris on News Talk KBOI. Open Phones Friday, where we talk about anything that you want to talk about. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless. You can also uh, email us, mike at kboi.com. JJ writes, hey, Mike, what's the seeming 
recent fascination with people doing U-turns literally everywhere. I don't recall so many U-turns in the middle of traffic uh, that what I have seen in the last couple of years around the Treasure Valley. Is it all the outsiders moving into the area? I watched a moron in Cadillac yesterday do a U-turn in the middle of traffic on Chinden in front of the old HP campus. 50 mile per hour traffic, and this jack wagon just decides to turn from his westbound lane 180 degrees and head in the opposite direction. What is going on? Well, it's not illegal to do. Seems like it would be stupid if you're traveling 50 miles an hour to slam on the brakes and turn around on another 50 mile an hour. <laughs> I, I don't know if it's legal in the middle of Chinden Boulevard. Yeah, I don't know about that either. Most places it's not illegal in, in Idaho to make a U-turn. Mm-hmm. And you can do it almost anywhere. As long as you don't uh, you know, screw up traffic. Keith uh, writes in Mike at KBY.com. So it seems to me that well over 60% of Americans think that it's wrong to give student loan debt forgiveness to people to buy votes. But I wonder how America would feel if the debt forgiveness was paid by the universities instead of the taxpayers. They're the ones that took the money in the first place. So why don't we take the one over $1 trillion from trust and endowment funds at universities and all the major universities in the United States and pay down those loans? Don't worry about how much each one created. Just take all the money and pass it out like what is being done with tax dollars. Let's see how many progressives are in favor of this plan. Well, in, in, in terms of uh, state-run universities, uh, you're, you'd be using some taxpayer money anyway. And I don't know if people realize how much money some of these universities have uh, in their endowments funds. Harvard, for instance, has $60 billion in their endowment. It's not like that's average. That's number one. Stanford has $30 billion. That's with a B. Both of those are with a B. Right. Um, And consequently, those are the two most difficult schools to get uh, get accepted into. Um, Schools that have these large endowments, why aren't they forced to use that instead of you know, because they can just jack up their prices as much as they want. And that's the criticism of this problem of forgiveness is up to $20,000 in loans is yeah. that it, it it doesn't do anything to stop the universities. As a matter of fact, it might even encourage them to charge even more because they know it's going to get forgiven and that people yeah, won't, what won't the, care about how much they're paying for college. <laughs> what the market will bear, even if the market gets a helping hand. 208 336 pounds 670 on your Verizon Wireless. Stick around. Uh, if you haven't heard our Casper and Chris, damn near impossible question, you have a chance this morning to uh, pick up a $50 gift certificate to Pork Belly and Cuna. We'll give that question to you coming up here next to start working on. Tonight at 10, it's Michael Knowles. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. President Biden taking on Republican governors, accusing them of using human beings as political pawns. Republicans are playing politics with human beings, using them as props. What they're doing is simply wrong. Biden responding as conservative governors send more and more migrants from strained border communities to liberal strongholds, an effort to spotlight immigration two months before the midterm elections. Maybe what uh, Governor Ron DeSantis did, flying uh, up 50 illegals and dropping them off at Martha's Vineyards, may have finally worked. Hmm. Um, Martha's Vineyards says that what happened with the illegals being flown to Martha's Vineyards is a humanitarian crisis. This is what Republican governors have been trying to tell the rest of the nation and Democrats for the last two years, that we have a humanitarian crisis at the border 
Nobody seemed to care until, well, of course, it became a problem for their neighborhood. Yeah, and, and Martha's Vineyard, they, they rarely have a problem with, uh, uh, you know, uh, people coming over the Mexican border and, and ending up there. Exactly. Um, 50 migrants um, were sent there by Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, leading uh, one group to call it a humanitarian crisis, even though the numbers are dwarfed by those encountered at border cities and towns on a daily basis. Uh, This is what DeSantis had to say about that yesterday. If you have folks that are inclined to think Florida is a good place, our message to them is we are not a sanctuary state, and it's better to be able to go to a sanctuary jurisdiction. And, yes, we will help facilitate that transport for you to be able to go to greener pastures. The Biden administration is now uh, said to be considering litigation against GOP governors over migrants, illegals, being sent to sanctuary cities. I, I don't understand. Are, are you also going to sue yourself? Because you've been doing this for the last two years, sending out illegals to different cities across the country. Are you upset because you're not the one doing it? That it's I, And I don't believe technically it's against a lot of do. No. So I don't know what the litigation would be here. It's interesting because you have, once again, the so-called, no, not even so-called. She, she, she has been named the border czar by the president, Vice President Kamala Harris. Here we are almost two years in, and she's never visited the actual border. Last week on national television, she said that the border is secure, even though since 2020 there have been over 5 million illegals who have been caught. Those are just the ones that have been caught coming into this country. Well, are we are we to believe that there are more getting through than are caught or more caught than are getting through? Um, I believe there are probably, and I don't know for a fact, more getting caught that are coming through. Yeah. But I think so that the there is a large amount of <laughs> that are coming across that are not getting caught because they have video all the time. Uh, from drones taken that people swimming across or walking um, across the the, uh, the I just think it's funny when they Rio Grande they talk about oh there's a crisis at the border we arrested five million people well if you arrested them what's the problem the problem is we're bringing them into the country and letting mm-hmm. them loose in the country that's the problem yeah th- th- that is kind of the weird part of it isn't it a little bit You're, we're, we're going to send you right back to your country in a few years I I have I have no problem if with legal immigration. As a matter of fact, not only don't I have a problem, we have to have legal immigration in this country. I don't know if people realize that or not. Um, The worst thing that can happen to a population is to have negative or no growth. You have to have continued growth. And just based on the number of people that in the, the studies being done over the next 50 years that are just going to be born without, if you take away all immigration out of it. Yeah. Illegal, legal, um, the United States population will stay flat or even go down over the next 50 years. You can't have that because if you want to know what that looks like, look at Flint, Michigan. Look at Detroit, Michigan, whose population has gone down quite a bit. You you just don't have the support there, there to support everybody. There it's like dwindling population and terrible water. Mm-hmm. So I, it's going to be interesting to see how this shakes out. Maybe maybe what is being done, and, and I agree Biden is right. This is this is done for political purposes, but it's a political problem. Nobody was listening to DeSantis. Nobody was listening to Abbott 
nobody was listening about the problems because um, in El Paso, Texas, for instance, they estimate that there are around a thousand people that are dropped off in El Paso, Texas, every single day. Illegals. Mm-hmm. To fe- Doesn't to, surprise me. Yeah, to just fend for themselves. They dropped off near a bus station. So what do you, as a city, as a mayor, what do you do with that? I don't. El Paso's quite a bit larger than Boise, correct? If I remember correctly. Yeah, it's. Uh... Metro area close to a million. I think that's what I, I think. I think even the city proper has more than five hundred thousand. I mean, think about that. If if say you cut that in half, five hundred illegals were dropped off at the bus station here in downtown Boise every day. Do you think that would cause a, a a problem with homelessness? Do you think it would cause a problem in downtown Boise in any way, shape, or form? It depends I on how probably much, would. Depends on how much money they brought with them. And since uh, I think the average uh, person who crosses the border doesn't have much money. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, this is, I, I totally agree with Biden. This is a political problem, but it's not a political problem. And these people are being dropped off in cities that are sanctuary cities. They said, hey, bring them. We'll, we'll take care of them. So it, <laughs> those, those places have businesses that can't find anybody to hire. And they're going, hey, this is a good this solution. Is, yeah. Wouldn't, wouldn't you we, think so? We never thought of this because we're in Martha's Vineyard. I don't know why you would see the pushback. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless. Um, we'll take a break here coming up. We've got a $50 gift certificate to Pork Belly and Cuna that you can win with our Casper and Chris damn near impossible question. Before we get to that, though, here is Bronco Sports Today. Remember, if you missed any part of Casper and Chris this morning, check out their podcast on the KBOI app or on KBOI.com. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 824, Casper and Chris, damn near impossible question, brought to you by Berkshire Hathaway Home Services, Silverhawk Realty, 208-888-4128 for all your real estate needs. Chase is uh, going to get our first crack at our question today. $50 gift certificate to Pork Belly in CUNA, one of the uh, newer restaurants in the Treasure Valley, opened up earlier this year. Uh, Chase, the uh, Chinese invented fireworks, but they weren't the first one to give fireworks their amazing colors. Who's responsible for giving fireworks different colors? The uh, the Italians. You asked that like it was a question. <laughs> the Italians. It is the Italians. <laughs> yes, the Italians were responsible. They were the first to give fireworks their uh, amazing colors. Congratulations, Chase! You've got a fifty dollars gift certificate. Pork belly and Kia. Have you ever been to the pork belly? I have not. All right, going to give you one piece of advice um, when you go through the menu. And you pick whatever it is you're going to eat, whether you're there for breakfast, brunch, or lunch, all right? Whatever it is, order it with a side of gravy. Oh, I'm, I can do that. All I right. like my gravy. Uh, even, even if it's the best gravy I've ever had. Even if um, you just want to eat your gravy like a bowl of soup, it's that good. So just do yourself that favor, hey. all right? Let it. Let don't us know. Tell, don't let, tell my wife though. <laughs> let, well, maybe don't take her with you then, and uh, she won't know. Uh, thanks a lot, and congratulations. The Chinese invented fireworks uh, roughly 600 A.D., and the Italians added uh, color to them just a short 850 years later. <laughs> it is pretty interesting because now you just think about fireworks, and it's like, oh, all the pretty colors. Yeah. Um, why it took so long to try and figure out how to make those those different colors. But. Well, I mean, they didn't. the Italians didn't even get them until the, uh, the 1200s because that's when Marco Polo came back from China and said, hey, look at all this stuff. We got noodles. We got fireworks. Now you look at it, uh, you look at the different things, not just the colors. 
Now you have heart shapes, stars. They can make animal shapes mm-hmm. um, with with the technology now that they make with uh, that are pretty cool that they make with uh, they fireworks can, these th- days. Th- they can make some that are really, really expensive. <laughs> I think even the cheap ones are expensive. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eight twenty six. We'll take a break here. Uh, we will continue this morning with Open Phones Friday. It's brought to you by Fast Eddies in Meridian. Something you want to talk about? It's your chance every Friday. No matter if it's off topic, something you've been dying to bring up. Here's your chance to do that every Friday morning. Go ahead and give us a call two zero eight three three six thirty seven hundred pound six seventy on your Verizon wireless. We will continue to talk about porn literacy um, when we come back in Idaho. Is it going on? in Idaho schools? And if so, where? Do you know? Is it happening in your school? If you're listening this morning, love to hear from you. If you're a teacher, have you been teaching it? Love to hear from you. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. Download the 670 KBOI app for your smartphone for free. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 20 minutes, everybody. 20 minutes before our half-price sweet deal. KBOI goes on sale. 20 minutes! And now how long is it? Shut up. Okay. What what movie does that come from? I'm drawing a blank. Tell me. North Dallas 40. Oh, okay. Coach is walking around. I haven't, hey, seen, I haven't seen that 10 since minutes! The... 10 minutes! How long? There's a guy right behind me. 10 <laughs> minutes! How long? Shut, Shut up. up. I haven't seen that since the 70s. That's... uh. <laughs> Nick Nolte and Mac Davis, mm-hmm. right? One of the, the best NFL movies ever. Just absolutely fantastic. I know it's an old movie, but if you get a chance, watch North Dallas 40. What was the one I liked? Uh, Semi-Tough. Semi-Tough was another good Burt one. Burt Reynolds yeah. and Chris Christopherson. Uh, by the way, I'm very upset with uh, Top Golf. Why is that? Not because just of the fact because it's taken not, so long to get open. Because they're not open yet? Um, I'm very upset because when they, they announced, you, if you remember last year, they made the announcement that Top Golf was coming to Boise mm-hmm. officially, and they said, and it's going to be blue. The turf is going to be blue. I drive by this place every day, drilling, waiting for it to open, and the turf is not going to be blue. It's green. Out of any place in the country, and I've been, I can't remember which city was. it, it just was. an idea, or did they actually promise it? No, they, they, they had in their announcement on Twitter, it said, you know, it's coming to Boise. They had a potato. Um, it's coming, Boise, and it will be blue. Hmm. Um, but it's green. And I've played at a Top Golf. I can't remember. I played at uh, multiple locations before. Um, and the place I played, one of the places I played had blue turf. So the fact that out of any place that you're going to build a top golf in the entire country, the place to have blue turf would be here. Would be Boise, Idaho, and mm-hmm. they put in green turf. I don't know the reasoning for it, but I'm I'm very upset. I'm okay. Upset might be a strong word. I'm disappointed that the turf isn't going to be blue. How about that? Kentucky brags about their blue grass, but their stadium looks green like everybody else's. And Kentucky blue grass is actually not blue; it's green. That's a good point. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless. It is Open Phones Friday. Phone lines are open, uh, as they are every Friday, to talk about anything you want to talk about. It's brought to you by Fast Eddie's in Meridian, the place to go if you're looking to start your day um, with energy. They have over 300 different energy drinks to choose from, many of them on sale every single day. And if energy drinks isn't your uh, type uh, cup of coffee to get your day started off with energy, they have a whole bunch of different flavors of coffee to choose from also at Fast Eddie's in Meridian. Check it out today. Patrick and Caldwell, thank you for being patient, hanging on this morning. You are on News Talk KBY. Good morning and happy Friday to you. Good morning, guys. Good Friday. 
So the blue turf thing, uh, probably because BSU threatened to sue them if they put in blue turf because, you know, they copyrighted some color of blue. Just yeah. a guess. but I, I don't I don't know because you can put in blue turf. I, you know, I know schools can't. They have copyright, you know, for schools. But if I want to put in blue turf in my backyard, I'm not. Right, but you're not a business. You're a private person. Maybe if you're they're right. Marketing that as their business, then maybe maybe you're right. Maybe yeah, there's maybe. legal things to contend with. So maybe I'm maybe. just saying maybe. Yeah. So the main reason of my call is before the break, Chris had mentioned that the businesses in those areas that are receiving the illegals, uh, businesses that are looking for people to hire, you know, now they'll they'll all be happy. <laughs> maybe. Well, actually, they won't because it's a federal crime to hire an illegal, isn't it? Oh boy. Oh yes, that's true. I didn't I didn't even think about that. There's always something. So, yeah, you can't hire those people, not legally anyways, because they're not in the country legally. So it's no boon for the businesses at all. You think any of them? I just wanted to throw that out there. You think any of them might hire somebody anyway? Oh, I'm sure. Under the table. People do it around all the time, but it's still a crime. Yeah. Well, and it's in addition I mean, to people it, might do it, but it's still a crime. Yeah, in addition to it being a crime, there's the problem that you have with you know if they're going to do it, they're not going to do it legally. They're going to pay them under the table in cash, so they're also not going to be paying taxes and helping for the infrastructure and other things that they use here while they're in our country. Oh well, now they'll be paying taxes because of the sales tax and the grocery taxes, and uh, that's the excuse, anyways. Oh, they're always paying taxes. Well, except for the main taxes, which is income tax and property tax. Thank you. you know, those uh, sorts of things. Thank you, Patrick. Have a good day, guys. Yep, appreciate it. Uh, Lyle in Middleton, good morning. You're on News Talk KBOI. Okay, you guys brought up North Dallas 40, so if I say, not for me, Turkey, I got too much respect for my body, what are you going to say? <laughs> You'll uh, get over it. Yeah, yeah. Pour me <laughs> pour me another pink drink. <laughs> so, hey, gentlemen, uh, Open Line Friday, I hate to take the focus off of uh, porn literacy. No, but that, that's what a, it's for, so go ahead. Thank you. Yeah, so uh, anybody who spent thousands of dollars with solar panels on their roof to generate electricity, thinking it was a good investment, I just got a notice from Idaho Power they are going to the Idaho Public Utilities Commission asking that the export credit rate, the amount that I get for the energy I generate, is uh, giving me less money than the money they get for the electricity they generate. So, so, so wait, a, so wait a minute. Let me get this. Let me get this straight. So, Idaho Power this year raised our rates twenty-four to twenty-seven percent, depending on if it's a residential or corporation. And now they're wanting to pay people that they're getting energy from even less than they were getting before, even though they're charging all of us who use energy 24 to 27% more? Yeah, exactly. They say what, what their position is. So uh, they say, I don't pay for the maintenance of the power lines or for staffing their offices, but every month, even though I generate electricity every month, I'm required to pay a $5 service charge. Regardless of how much I generate, they get $5 from me. I would think that more than covers my share of the maintenance on the power lines. 
So basically, they're saying, you don't get as much. They get my energy. They never had to build a power plant. They never had to maintain a power plant. I looked at the numbers and figured over 20 years, the life expectancy of my panels, I'd get my money back. Now they're saying, sorry, you're not going to get as much for your energy as we charge you for ours. Anybody with solar panels should be outraged and should uh, contact the Idaho Public Utilities Commission and let them know this stinks. Yeah, not necessarily a fantastic thing. Thank you, Lyle. Appreciate the phone call. Hey, good day. Good weekend. The thing we learned last week that I didn't know is something, and even I say if you listen to our show, you're going to listen to something, you learn something new every day. I didn't realize, like, if the electricity for some reason goes out for a week, that your solar energy can't be used for your own home. I did not know that either. Yeah, we learned we learned that last week. I thought it's like, oh, if it, all the power goes out, I, I'm still going to have energy. If we have an apocalypse, I'm going to have energy. N- no, it doesn't work that way. Did not realize that. Mm. We'll take a break. Uh, open Phones Friday continues, 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless. KBY News Time is 847. Today from 10 to 1, it's Dan Bongino. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless. The story started uh, earlier this week. Um, It really started to pick up steam when Laura Ingram uh, talked about it on uh, her show but it was a story that was uh, posted on uh, the Item Freedom Foundation's uh, website about porn literacy that is being taught in our schools, K through 12 schools here in Idaho. Um, listen to the, this is a portion of the Laura Ingram show on uh, earlier this week. And in Idaho, Idaho, mothers and fathers were shocked this week to discover the state's Department of Health and Welfare is implementing a sex ed curriculum endorsed by Planned Parenthood. And the training materials for this comes from a left-wing group with an innocuous name called Education Training and Research, or ETR. And that promotes what they call the queering of education and normalizing the consumption of pornography. Check out one of the instructional videos for teaching porn literacy. Critical thinking skills are the largest component of porn literacy. It's the ability for young people to analyze and ask questions about the media that they're viewing. Porn is meant to sexually excite a viewer and create fantasy, right? Oh my God. And it gets worse. They advocate cartoon porn. Wow, that's so big. I never knew it could be so huge. Hey Jane, what are you looking at? And of course, then there's the handy tips to students about how to hide their porn viewing habits from parents. Is that part of the normal experience, too? I find that when I've normalized watching porn and being curious, students are a lot more engaged in the conversation, but they're also building trust with me. It's it's okay if they have watched porn, and it's okay if they have thought about porn. I always make sure to say someone being curious about sex and or porn does not make them a bad person. It makes them human. Special thanks to the Idaho Freedom Foundation and the Center for American Education for publishing these videos and exposing what's happening in Idaho schools. Is it? Still waiting for... Well, those are the instructional videos, but we haven't heard from anybody who actually works in a, in a school that indicates that 
those videos are being used in the state of Idaho. And I'm not saying that it that they aren't because I don't know. I'm not in every school. My mom still teaches in school. I know it doesn't happen in that school. Um, our phone lines have been open for the last two days. If you are a parent and your kid has come home and said, hey, you will not believe what I learned about porn today in my class. I haven't heard from any teachers um, about whether or not they're teaching this. So I'm just curious. Is it really happening or is this just a huge way to get hits on the website? Now, the, the, the article says Idaho government offers porn literacy Others corrupting pra- and other corrupting practices to K through 12 students. Hmm. So that means it's going on in our schools. Kindergarten through that's their claim. 12th grade, huh? That's their claim. Nate Shelman talked with uh, Anna Miller, the education policy director for uh, IFF yesterday. And I'm going to play a portion of that interview coming up. If you want to hear the whole thing, go to KBOI.com, click on the Sweet Deal link. And you can listen to the whole thing. But um, Nate asked some questions, didn't let her off the hook about what, whether or not this is going on in our Idaho schools. Idaho Freedom Foundation has flatly, or the, uh, sorry, the Idaho Department of Health and Welfare has flat de- flatly denied that they support this and that they have given any funding to any schools to do this. Mm. That'll be coming up after top of the hour. If you want to weigh in on it, it's Open Phones Friday. You can talk about that. Also, don't forget, two and a half minutes from now, you want to be at KBOI.com. Click on that Sweet Deal link. Matter of fact, before you listen to Nate Showman's interview, do that. Because if you're not there in time, you're going to miss out on the half-price deal for Lock, Stock, and Barrel. It'll sell out in less than two minutes. Once again, KBOI.com goes on sale. On t- 670 KBOI on Alexa. First say, Alexa, enable the 670 KBOI skill. Then when you want to listen, say, Alexa, open 670 KBOI. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. The Idaho Department of Health and Welfare said Wednesday that it has received questions this week about sex education curriculum in Idaho. And to be clear, it says it does not support or fund so-called porn literacy. The department said in a news release that the Idaho Department of Health and Welfare does not support or fund any porn literacy for children in Idaho. CBS2 reports that they went on to say HDW provides for Idaho schools an evidence-based optional sex education curriculum called Reducing the Risk. The department also clarified that it does not collaborate with Planned Parenthood on sex education curriculum. As it stands, high schools and school districts can offer the Reducing the Risk program to students with parent consent or they can opt out. The Idaho Freedom Foundation on social media this week has targeted the Idaho Department of Health and Welfare. So essentially, everything the uh, IFF said was true except for the details. (laughs) That's a a pretty strict, flat denial. Not only do they not support, they don't fund it. This is different than what happened last weekend because we had sponsors who pulled their funding but didn't, or let let me get that straight, pulled their support but didn't pull their funding when the uh, children's drag show, when they found out there was going to be a children's drag show this year at Pride Fest, they 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 kept their funding, but they pulled their support names mm-hmm. off the website. This is this is the Idaho Department of Health and Welfare, without actually saying that Idaho Freedom Foundation was lying, saying that they were lying, or that 
I mean, that, basically. Or that their information was wrong, I guess. Yeah. The fudge man writes in and says, after embarrassing Idaho with its outlandish sex education allegations and the breathless Laura Ingram's Fox News report, it's time for the IFF to be called the IFFF, or the Idaho Failing Facts Foundation. The IFF is now officially a statewide laughingstock. Therefore, its supporters in the Idaho legislature should be voted out of office. Again, that was the fudge man. Rich and Boise, good morning. You're on Newstalk KBOI. Okay, well, I I looked into that, uh, you know, that group that had those videos and stuff. And here's the deal. That Jesus won't love you anymore and you will burn in hell if you watch porn approach does not work. It's never worked. It never will work. Is what that organization is what they're they're trying to prepare kids. You know, I mean, different things for different ages of what of what they're bound to see sooner or later on the internet. I mean, you know, when I was a kid, occasionally, uh, you know, at ten, twelve years old, somebody would manage to find a Playboy magazine. You know, that was they, that was they would our, just manage to find it. Well, yeah, they would have to, you know, they'd have to dig through their dad's stuff, looked under the mattress or whatever, but they would find one because, you, you, you know, they were, they were actually, when I, they were pretty rare to find uh, when I was like, that was 50 years ago, but, uh, uh, you know, but now they can find it anywhere. And it's, it's telling them that, you know, it's trying to tell them that that's not what sex li- is like. And, uh, Anybody who's ever watched porn or had sex realizes that's not what happens. I mean, I delivered pizza for a while, and that never happened to me. <laughs> well, you know, yeah, maybe you, know, you were I, just I, delivering to the wrong house, Rich. Yeah, it 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 it, it could be, but it, they're trying to teach kids how to cope with it when they do see it, and and, and that's what it is, and that's that's just knowledge. I mean, they're but here, I, here's the know, question not, though. Here's a question, Rich. Are they doing it in Idaho schools? Because that's the claim that it's happening in K through 12 schools here in Idaho, and yet they don't give us any school no, where I, it's happening. They don't give us any particular school district where it is happening. They just say it's happening without any of the facts. Now I don't know because I don't go to all the schools, um, but it would seem strange to me that if this is being taught in a school that we wouldn't have heard about this because apparently it's been going on for six years. Yeah, well, well, not only just you, somebody would have heard of it. That's it's like thought. the critical race theory that wasn't taught in schools either. But, uh, I mean, it's just, it, yeah, it, there, there's no evidence that it's being taught in our schools. I That's just, you know, apparently that's just made up. But even if it was, it's they've totally misrepresented what it is. Because I went and watched some of that foundation's, whoever they were, I watched some of their videos, and you took some... Uh, oh, you, you you played a few pieces out of them. Well, that was what the Idaho or Laura Ingram said. There's a few cuts out of it, and you know if you if you listen to the whole thing, they're trying to prepare kids for something that uh, they're going to be seeing. I mean, I don't know how old I mean, kids get on computers. Like I, I've seen like four and five year olds just amazing what they can do on a computer. Yeah. Uh, you know, you know, I mean, things that, you know, they they memorize passwords and stuff so easily. It's just incredible. And by the time you're in the second or third grade, you know, they could probably do anything I can do. Yeah. yeah. Uh, 
So they, they're going to see this stuff, and they need to be prepared for it. Thanks for the call. Um, the the other interesting thing that in in listening to some of those clips was that you know it teaches kids how to hide their porn from their parents. I don't think you need to teach a kid that. And I'm speaking as someone you know, who to you teach know, a kid how to be sneaky. Yeah, to 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 hide porn. The I, ones I'm, who are good at it kind of know it from birth. I'm I'm speaking as someone you know who may have or may not have looked at porn um, when they were you know teenagers. Um, it was my dad's porn <laughs> because I was uh, able to find it. He kept his not under the bed, but in the back seat of the pickup truck. Um, you know, also as he talks about technology, um, our our kids knew how to hide their porn too. Um, although it's a little bit more difficult because all you have to do is go and check your history on your computers now, and that's yeah. how we found it. it's like, oh my god, did you see what they're looking at when they're in here supposedly doing homework? Um, yeah, so... How many websites did they look at? <laughs> Looks like 709. Uh, uh, my my dad never never looked at porn. I mean, let's put it this way. They spent, that you know of. Well, no, I, he didn't. They Seriously, they spent all their time at the church, and you don't bring porn to the church. He just, he didn't, he didn't have any at all. And I, I think to tell you the truth, his eyeballs probably would have frozen if he looked at it. <laughs> he was way too straight-laced for that. It was part he, he, would, he would have turned deep crimson, I'll tell you that much. It was part of the reason why, um, at one point in my life, I, I did consider going uh, into as a career uh, being a pizza delivery man. But then, as just like Rich said, you find it's out actually, that that's it's actually, not necessarily true. Supposedly, it's very low stress unless you get you know robbed or something. <laughs> Uh, 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. Uh, email us, chris at kboi.com, mike at kboi.com. Um, you can also send us an instant message through our fan page on Facebook. Text here. Text. Oh, by the way, uh, I don't know if this is shocking to you. I just checked. Um, you missed out on the uh, KBY sweet deal today. Lock, stock, and barrel. It's already gone. Yeah. I can't believe it, but it's gone already. Yeah, you predicted, what, a minute and a half? I didn't pay attention to how quickly it sold up, but I'm guessing that's pretty close. Uh, Gary. Uh, text us, Gary here. I'm a journeyman plumber and I've been installing dozens of generic generators all over the Treasure Valley. They're gas powered generators. They'll provide a whole house power in any power outage. It's a better investment than solar. Unless, of course, Biden gets his wish and you can't buy gasoline to power your generator. Then you're screwed. He's not going to get his wish. <laughs> uh, Navy Nick says, the Idaho Freedom Foundation spreads rumors and lies in an attempt to stir up the uneducated base of the right wing of the GOP. The Idaho Freedom Foundation is not good for the state of Idaho. The thing is, if this is not true, I mean, most people, you and I, the first things we thought, what was the first thing we thought when we heard this story? First of all, we don't know. We don't have kids in school still. So my first thought, and I think your first thought was also, if this is going on, why was this story something that the Idaho Freedom Foundation had, had to break? Had to break, yeah. Why had not had we not heard about this since kids? Since their allegation was that this has been going on for six years, yeah, that this is being kids, funded um, here in Idaho schools. Kids run their mouth. I mean, eighty percent of them do. Uh, I'm just, you know, that, that's just a theory that there's twenty percent that don't. But they would definitely tell their parents, or somebody would tell their parents about it, and the parents oh, would be up in, in arms in a second. I mean, just just listening to that, like, we're going to teach kids uh, how to look at porn. No, you're not. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard on the surface. And, and even, Stupid. Even kids. You don't think a teacher in a school district that this is happening in, they're not going to be talking about this, and this is yeah. going to get out like that? Say, Bob, do you know how to do geometry? No, I never got around to that, but let me, let me show you what I do know. 
Jack in Weezer, good morning. You're on News Talk KBOI. You're, you're fired, Bob. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Hey, Jack. Hello. Hi. I just wanted to make a comment um, with uh, regard to one of your previous callers' assertions that the IFF website has material which uh, basically states that if you look at porn, Jesus doesn't love you and you're going to burn in hell. There's, I can't find anything like that on that website. No, I don't think. Um, I don't think he said that. He he said that that doesn't work anymore. The attitude, yeah, yeah, that attitude uh, doesn't work anymore. Right. He's but he attributed that attitude to the IFF at the outset. Oh, I didn't take it and, that way. Sorry. And uh, he's right. That doesn't work. But that is not what IFF uh, asserts. No, you're right. They they do they do assert that it's destructive behavior, and I think there's plenty of evidence to validate that assertion that porn can be very destructive in a lot of different ways, uh, particularly to small children. It gives you completely um, unrealistic and some unhealthy ideas about sexual relationships between men but, and women. But being that they are the Freedom Foundation, they probably support your right to you know choose it if you want, right? Choose it if you want, yes, if you're an adult. Yeah. Thank you for your call, Jack. Appreciate it. Uh, we'll take right, thank you. We'll take a break here. Uh, open phones Friday, 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless. If you're on the phone waiting right there, stay there. I promise we'll get to you coming up after this. Ben Shapiro this afternoon at 1. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Open phones Friday brought to you by Fast Eddie's in Meridian on Eagle Road. Get in today. Find out how you can get a dollar forty off your fill-up today. Fast Eddie's in Meridian. Mike and Boise, thanks for hanging on for you this, for us this morning. You're on News Talk KBY. Good morning to you. Good morning. Uh, I'm, I'm bringing this up just for, for thoughts to get your thoughts and other callers. But uh, as you saw in the news, Micron is doing their big expansion. Mm-hmm. And everybody was saying how great it was for Idaho and how great it was for Boise and all of these things. Micron got a whole bunch of federal tax breaks, subsidies, whatever you call it, from the federal government uh, for the chips. And, uh, and, then, and then the state of Idaho did a, a, a deal where they get a break there and all that. All these thousands of people that they're going to employ – uh, half of them will be lucky if half of them come from people that actually live in Boise right now. Uh, the other half are going to move in. And my question is, is so you dump that many more people into the system, uh, how many houses have to be built? How much more property tax is going to go up? Um, the traffic that will go out at the interstate in that area, whether it's Mountain Home or Boise to there, uh, will quad quadruple and i i guess my my question is is where is it good for boise and good for idaho because the way i look it up and the math is everything i do or have right now will i'll pay more for more property tax more everything and plus the traffic it's like eagle road right now take your life in your own hands but I just wanted to bring that out as a thought, and maybe I'm reading it wrong. Um, you know, yes, there'll be uh, sales tax and this and that that'll help, but 
Well, you also, you also have high-paying jobs that will be taxed that will go to the state. I mean, some of the yeah. jobs that I've, at least from the stories that I've seen, will be paying anywhere from fifty-five, sixty thousand 60000 to $200,000 a year. Those people will all pay state income tax, federal income tax. Yes, yes. And, but, you know, those people are going to move in from another state for those jobs. Some of them, yeah, and sure. And again, that's, the, the ripple is what I'm saying on the the housing area, and we've got it right now where look at uh, what it's costing to live here just in property tax. And I'm not saying this is a negative deal or a positive deal. I'm just saying there's some other factors there that we don't know about, and I think it's going to come back and bite us. Yeah, we won't know until I just, I just, far in the future. I mean, when they, when they first started here, people thought, both ways that this is a great thing this is a bad thing i think you can look back now from the time that micron started here and, and say that yeah that was a pretty good deal for the boise area to have micron have their headquarters here in boise i think you'd, yeah, you'd be hard pressed to find people who would say no that was horrible that they made their headquarters here in boise right and you know and and of course jr simplot is what got micron going yeah uh and uh, but I'm just saying that there's a, a ripple effect that'll come down that it's going to affect everybody else and not in a positive way. At least if my math is correct, I may totally be wrong. I'm getting old and gray hair and I may not get it anymore. <laughs> uh, you may you I, may I just, be right, Mike. <laughs> you guys take care. Thanks. Okay. Do, do you have any friends that are what I would call impulsive collectors? In other words, they they almost don't own anything that isn't part of a collection of some sort. I, I had a friend who basically had he had thousands of albums and forty fives, and then he had thousands of magazines of various kinds. He had thousands of comic books and baseball. Cards. Those are called hoarders. Chris. Well, it, yeah, to a degree, <laughs> to a degree, it's kind of the same thing. But they they obsessively collect to the point where they go like sometimes deep in debt collecting. Uh, it's it's a kind of an attitude that some people have toward building up their community that just. You know, if a little is good, more must be better. Yeah, and and in some cases they are right, but in a lot of cases they're not. Two zero eight three three six thirty seven hundred pound six seventy on your Verizon wireless. We'll take a break. When uh, we come back, we'll get to some of your phone calls and emails. Don't forget, uh, still on the way for you. Sometime this hour before ten o'clock, we promised it was going to happen. Our final pair of Boise State tickets for tomorrow's game. Final pair. Text to call and win, or text to win, not call. Text to win when you hear that cue. All right, not don't don't do it before you hear the cue. You will not be included in the drawing for those tickets. But when you hear that cue to text and win, text the word Broncos to two zero eight three three six thirty seven hundred. One person at random will be taken uh, at in a drawing later this hour to uh, go to the game tomorrow against UT Martin. Broadcasting from the Empire Title Studios, we are News Talk KBOI. 9.35, you just heard it in case you missed it. Chance to text and win your tickets to the Broncos tomorrow. Perfect day for football. Going to be into the 70s, sunny, really nice day. If you'd like to go, you still have a few more minutes. If you'd like to text the word Broncos to 208-336-3700, that's all you have to do. Um, one person at random will be chosen uh, coming here before the end of the show to get our final pair of tickets to the Broncos game. Keep in mind, we're going to be doing this uh, throughout the season. We have more tickets than anybody else, and we'll give away free tickets for you every home game. couple other things to remember. 
You may have missed out in Lock, Stock, and Barrel. Half-price deal. Sold out in uh, just under three minutes, once again, very quickly. However, we have a free one that we're going to be giving away Monday. And after every game the Broncos play, all you have to do is listen to the post game. After the game, Rick Worthington chooses a play of the game. If you listen in and you're able to identify that play of the game on Monday mornings between 8.30 and 9 o'clock, we'll tell you when to call in. Uh, if you're the first person to call in to identify that particular play of the game, you will instantly get yourself a free $50 gift certificate to Lock, Stock, and Barrel. Once again, that'll happen after every game this year, Monday mornings between 8, 8.30 and 9 o'clock. Fed Up has written in and says, I don't know what happened. I am just living my life as a native Boise, Idahoan, and I am on the naughty list several times. It turns out my life is nothing but taboo. I can't like anything like shooting, hunting. I can't go anywhere public because I would surely offend somebody. So just what the heck am I and my fellow Idahoans, many with the same beliefs and raised just like me, supposed to do? I am not some crazy people-hating individual. I am being told... I am by people that do not know me at all. Uh, my advice to you would be stop listening to those people. <laughs> Paul and Nampa, thanks for uh, holding on this morning. You're on News Talk KBOI. Good morning to you. Good morning. Yeah, I wanted to reference that um, that uh, show that was on Fox, the Laura Ingram show. Mm-hmm. I didn't catch it the first night, but I taped every one of the Carlson and and uh, the other two. I happened to catch that one. And um, as far as I'm concerned, I think it's inappropriate. You know, the laws in the state of Idaho, the statute talks about sodomy. And if they're showing some pornography, it's got something other than um, just straight fornication between man and woman, just straight fornication. It's called sodomy. And that is punishable by... I think 10 years in prison in the state of Idaho. So if they're teaching kids to get started on something that's illegal and immoral in my eyes, may not be in somebody else's and that's okay. I so, think they've got a problem with that, that tape that they're showing the kids in class. So it's where where are they bad. showing this? They're supposed to be showing it in class. I know, I know they're supposed but, to, but where are they exactly mm, showing yeah. this here in Idaho? I don't know. This is what they were saying yeah. about that. That's, that show. that's the problem. Nobody seems to know where this is being shown anywhere in Idaho. Now, what happened with the, the state of Idaho Department of Health and Welfare? They flatly denied they that it was going on. Yeah, they said that it's not happening. It's, it's not. Just, they don't support it, and there has been no funding that goes toward it. Okay. All right. So right now, it's just up in the air. Yeah, I mean, there's there's claims that it happened, and there's no way of knowing because I'm not in school. I'm not. I mean, I have a my mom teaches in school. It's not going on in her school. I checked with her, um, but she teaches in one of the many schools throughout the uh, state of Idaho. And the claim is this is happening in K through twelve. So there yeah. are elementary schools, middle schools, high schools, um, and even even our listening area. I know we have a vast listening area. Putting it out there, if you know this is going on in your schools, please let us know. Our our listening area doesn't include every school district in the state of Idaho either. So we we can say that we don't know what's going on. For a fact, we can't say because, like I said, nobody's come forward. And that's the weird part is that if this is going on and has claimed that it's been going on for six years, the last six years, it's just weird that not one person 
would have ever uh, said anything about it. Thank you for the call, Paul. Appreciate it. Or as we, or, or, or as we say, raised a stink. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, if this was real, if this had really happened, um, a stink would have been raised, I no, think. More than uh, one, I'm guessing. Kevin Caldwell, good morning. You're on News Talk KBY. Good morning, guys. Speaking of education, I'm hoping this morning to use your giant microphone and educate a bunch of Idahoans as to what our rhino leadership of the state of Idaho did to us in this special session. I heard it yesterday on Nate's show, and I was appalled. And I understand why nobody, why, why everybody voted for the bill, because if they didn't vote for that bill, they would have been labeled tax raisers or against tax cuts and all that stuff. But that thing was designed, engineered, and written by the governor and the leadership of, of, of our Republican Party. And what it did was the antithesis of what we all want. The number one issue in Idaho is property taxes, and they just made it easier to raise your property taxes. Um, for those who don't know, in that bill, buried in that bill, was the ability to give schools the ability to raise your property taxes in an emergency for emergency bonding power. So now what used to be a constitutional duty of us, the people, to vote on our own raise of property taxes, they've now made it easier for a bureaucracy to do it. Why? If they put all that money into the schools to keep this initiative from going forward, if they've done all this stuff before, if they took all the money out of the, out of the general fund that they did back when Rich was lieutenant governor and they, they put the burden on funding schools into the publics and the, the property tax, why, are they, why do they continue to do this? Apparently they still need more money. Well, and here's, well maybe they ought, here's maybe the they thing. ought to look at a different way of funding it. Here's the thing. Um, you, you ask why do they keep doing it? Because they allow, they're allowed to keep doing it because we keep voting them into office. If you don't like it, they can be fired. And there is an important date um, where an interview process goes on between now and the second Tuesday in November. So if you are upset by a fact of it, uh, there's your chance to fire Mm -hmm. your legislator if you don't think that they've been doing a good job with property taxes, if that's your number one priority. So. I mean, it's a it's a great lead into if you don't like the way things are being run, you can do something about it, and that's both. You're you're right. We can do something about it, but we can't do anything about it if it's not made public. Why in the world wasn't this made public? Why isn't somebody talking about it? Maybe it's just now getting out. But for crying out loud, that's why I'm calling today. People, pay attention. They are doing everything the opposite of what they should be doing. Instead of growing government, they took the money out of the general fund and, and put the burden on property taxes about, what, 20, 40 years, 30 years ago? And they need to stop doing that. They need to start taking it out of general fund to fund education. I've got nothing wrong with that. No, no problems with that. But, you know, you've got to shrink yeah. government elsewhere in order to pay for those schools. But I'll tell you what, if it's not working, maybe we need to look at where that money is going in the schools. I keep saying that. But instead, no, let's just make it easier that no Republican ever allows a bureaucracy to raise your taxes. That is antithesis of what the Republican Party stands for. And our leadership just did it to us. So, people, uh, actually, it's time for the governor to don't be, vote for him. To be fair, no Republican campaigns on that. But, yes, they do do it. <laughs> Thank you for the call, Kevin. Appreciate it. Uh, Randy, Magic Valley, good morning. You're on News Talk KBY. Well, gentlemen, uh, the elephant in the room, porn. I have 11 children. We've already been over this. 
six daughters, five sons. Um, my wife and I were both married before. I'm a very grounded Christian man. I think that uh, I had one of my Christian friends uh, who said to me that uh, porn is the black plague on our society. And, uh, you know, if you got, do you guys believe in God and do you believe that God is omniscient and omnipresent? Uh, I do, except for the explanation that, you know, people try to come up with about why bad things happen. That part to me is still a mystery, but uh, basically, yes. Yeah. Well, free agency, if God can't intervene in, okay, where does God take away your free will? and divine intervention begin? That's the question that there's never been anybody who could ever answer. But that is a very important thing. But you see, if God is omniscient and omnipresent, then if you're looking at porn, do you think God accepts porn? Do you, do you think it's acceptable to God? I mean, that's, I, mean I, I don't make, I, I've seen it. Okay, I was a young man once. But it's, it's, now it's so available, it's truly frightening. We don't even talk about it because it's the elephant in the room. Everybody with the phone can go in and look at it whenever they want. Is and it, it, it's is it God accepting it, or is it the devil putting it out there? Well, well okay, exactly. But you see, but we're so distracted by our phones, we don't know nothing. I'm going I'm to make this quick. I, was, uh, I purposely was truly intentionally ignorant on my phone use. I, I, I knew it was all there. I, I just, I'm, I'm such a busy contractor that sometimes during the course of the day, I have 50 calls in and out in one day. Okay. And so you're just burnt down on the phone. I don't play with the damn thing when I go home. Hurry. We got to get to a break here. Okay. Well, I asked a kid at medical high school. I said, what are you doing on them things? This has been five years ago. I was pretty stupid. And he said, I says, what are you doing? Are you doing things on there that are bad? He says, yeah. He says, 95% of the kids, and it doesn't matter what religion they are, they're all looking at it. The children, I mean, the girls, the boys. We're in a sea of cess, we're in a cesspool. I don't know. I tell you what, boys, I think we're in big trouble, and I don't know what we do. I'll hang up. Thank you. All right. Thank you for the call. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless. That's what Open Phones is about. You can talk about anything you want to talk about today. One day of the week, we give it to you. And it's brought to you by Fast Eddie's in Meridian on Eagle Road. Get in today. Three, over 300 energy drinks to choose from. Great way to start out your day. Krispy Kreme Donuts. Um, If you're looking for cold beverages of both the adult type and the non-adult type, um, you can get them there. And everything is available through the drive-thru, with the exception of lottery tickets. You can't get lottery tickets through the drive-thru. But you can walk in and get them. Yes. every play, Everything else, don't even have to get out of your car. Get into Fast Eddie's today. Final segment is on the way. You want to get through. Here's your final chance to do it. 208-336-3700. Listen to KBOI online. Go to KBOI.com and click the Listen Live button. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Congratulations going out to Jenny Miller of Eagle. Jenny, she's going to be going to the game tomorrow. Boise State taking on UT Martin. Uh, For those of you 
who won tickets this week. Congratulations. For those of you who didn't win uh, tickets this week, neener, neener, neener. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, you can listen to uh, all the action tomorrow here. As usual, News Talk KBOI is the voice of the Broncos. Uh, pre-game will uh, get underway 9 o'clock tomorrow morning. Uh, you have the game at 2 o'clock kickoff. Uh, you have the post-game. Don't forget, make sure that you listen to the post-game for the Rick Worthington play of the game because Monday morning, if you know that play of the game and uh, you call us between uh, 8.30 and 9 when we tell you it's time to call, if you identify the play of the game, your first person to do so, we will give you that $50 gift certificate to lock stock and barrel we do that after every game um and once again boise is on the road next week they take on uh university of texas el paso so we will not have tickets to the boise state game because that would just be a long trip anyway however then things get real the week after that san diego state comes to town friday september 30th um and we will have tickets to the san diego state game here on news talk kboi and once again you will be able to text and win those tickets all right Bill writes and he says it is sickening what they are doing to Bundy. What a bunch of BS. They are clearly harassing the bejesus out of the guy. Nobody seems to care. Nobody seems to understand he is sacrificing himself to show the wrongdoing going on in our government, much like Trump was, is doing on the upper levels. Uh, no, I think people are paying attention to it. Uh, there are a large number of people who don't think a sacrifice is necessary because they know darn well that the government doesn't work necessarily the way it should. Uh, there are other people, I'm sure, that are just annoyed. But to be fair, if nobody was bothering the guy, he wouldn't be sacrificing himself, so we'd have nothing to admire. And remember, there's no such thing as bad publicity. Would anybody be talking about him if he wasn't getting uh, the publicity he is getting? More than likely not. Uh, Susan Caldwell, good morning. You're on News Talk KBOI. Hi. Um, I understand the previous caller's frustration with... Um, the shenanigans that our legislature has been pulling. But rather than feeling blindsided, I just recommend go back to reading our newspapers, in particular the press out of um, Canyon County. Betsy Russell is the best reporter this state has, and she'll let you know what they're up to. And you can kind of anticipate how you want to respond to them. That's my whole point. Susan, thank you for the call. Great Thank info. you. Bye-bye. It's yeah, kind of funny. Be- you know, Betsy was at the Statesman years ago, mm-hmm. and then for many years she worked at the, uh, or she worked for the Spokane Spokesman Review, but she didn't live in Spokane. She lived in Boise and reported on Idaho for Spokane. Uh, Dave in Garden City, we've got about 45 seconds here. Oh, you're great. Uh, I just wanted to rant and rave about how silly our entire country is. Well, I'm 74 years old, and when I started work, I was getting a buck and a quarter an hour, and you could buy hamburgers at McDonald's six for a dollar. Right. They raised it. They raised the price of, of, of or the, the cost of, uh, shoot, they, they raised salaries. Yeah. All of a sudden, McDonald's had to charge 75 cents a hamburger. Then they raised the thing again, and now hamburgers, and it keeps going up. And now they're complaining. They're saying, "Oh, geez, we got raises now, but we still can't. <laughs> we still can't make a living on it. It's because everything went up." Yeah, good point. It, Thank you for the we, call. We're, we're, we're. I'm sorry. I apologize. We're short on time. Um, we're just about, uh, about on our hard, our hard break. Some we should talk about this. California is thinking about new legislation um, that would make it mandatory that fast food restaurants pay twenty two dollars an hour. Uh, to work there. We might not talk, talk talk about that next week. Have yourself a good weekend. Don't forget uh, Bronco Game Day coming up tomorrow. Uh, once again, here on News Talk KBOI, we will talk to you Monday morning.